our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What's going on, ladies? I hope you're having a great day today. A good start to the month. One month of the year down, I hope that you are trucking along on your goals and that things are going well for you. I am a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, ages four, two, and six months. So it's a good WrestleMania time over here, as always. I am married to a wonderful man who is also a personal trainer, and we met each other at the gym that we worked at at the time, and the rest is history. So (laughs) we have lots of talks about all things theology and all things uh, as it relates to health and fitness in our household. So Anyways, if you want to find out more information, you can always hit fitmomlifetothefulls.com and check things out there. Also, if you are not on my email list, that's a good spot to get on my email list. If you just go to my homepage, there is going to be a spot to put in your name and email and it'll say receive my macro cheat sheet and I will send you my macro cheat sheet and then you will be on the email list to get emails every Thursday is when I send them out. So check your promotions tab, check your spam. I am on a hot streak for 2022 sending them every single Thursday. Sometimes when I do get really busy because I am a full-time stay-at-home mom with them and do all of this in the early morning hours, the nap time hours, etc. I uh, sometimes the weekly email will be what falls through the cracks, but I'm on a good streak of getting you guys some good free content that way. So definitely want to be on that and make sure you're getting them. Okay, fun little episode for you and hopefully kind of brief, but um, my last episode was a little lengthy if you hung out for that one. I know not everybody does because I know sometimes you just pick around the ones that sound intriguing. I do the same thing with other podcasts, Um, but sometimes I get on a hot streak and cannot turn it off. So this one, I think I can be a little bit to the point. I did make a very extensive outline because I had to look up a lot of things for this podcast, but this came from one of the biggest reasons, excuses, whatever you want to call it, myths, I want to say, that I hear is, I don't have hours to prep, so I just can't eat healthy. I'm just not going to reach my health and fitness goals because I just can't dedicate to that time to that. Or my personal favorite, when people make a martyrdom out of it and say, well, I just care more about spending time with my kids, so I can't possibly be healthy. Like the rest of us who do also spend time with our kids and are also healthy, you know, are are clearly neglecting our kids or not spending as much time. Though these are all just things people say and do to make themselves feel better about whatever it is. I've heard that with decluttering and stuff too. It's like, well, I just don't have a clean house because I care more about making memories. It's like you could also have a clean house and make memories. But same thing I feel like with food and eating healthy. You do not need to spend hours prepping. I definitely do not. And that's not realistic. I also want to discourage you from that anyways because so many women think that is the only way to go and they will start my challenges or start working with me and like say things like, I'm all ready to go. I spent three hours grilling this weekend and now everything's ready or my husband's super on board. He was out there grilling for me and I'm like, okay, but this kind of like real mountaintop high is going to wear off. And then what are you going to do three months down the road when your husband is over grilling for you for three hours every weekend and you are over, you know, spending six hours in the kitchen making every food that you're going to eat, every snack, every meal. So you don't need to do that, okay? That's fine if you want to make some things from scratch, if you want to prep some things. I've talked before about that I definitely recommend food prepping over meal prepping. Just the idea of making some staples 
like grilling up some chicken or whatever, but it doesn't have to be this whole separate ordeal. You know, you can just make more of your dinners, things that you're already making. That's a whole other topic in and of itself. But even if you travel a lot, even if you are out and about, you can still eat healthy, even if you do zero prepping. That is the point of today, okay? I have a very full schedule and I still eat 80% clean, 20% treats. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes that gets flip-flopped by personal choice, but I'm not going to blame it on the fact that I was traveling or that I was out of town or whatever, because there are always healthy choices you can make. And that's what I want to point out today and really show you and help you because some, some of us, it's not even an excuse. Some of us, I think, just don't know what to do when we are out and we really don't know what the best choice is. So you definitely can reach and maintain your goals, optimize your overall health when you are on the road or out of your own control, even if you're at like a wedding shower or a bridal shower or whatever, a baby shower, and you are faced with a buffet or your plated meals, you know, and you're like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what is healthiest. Sometimes it really is just ignorance as to not knowing what would be the healthy choice. So overall, you want to look for a balanced meal if possible, okay? Not necessarily what jumps out to you as a health food, but what you know to have a balance of carbs, fat, and protein. So when I was, there is a lot of confusion in food marketing and in years of us looking at magazine headlines saying top 10 healthy foods or five foods to eat for belly fat or whatever. And I definitely got caught up in this. And before I knew what I know now, had my certifications, all that stuff, I used to think that if I was on the road, a healthy breakfast option would be to grab a yogurt parfait. And I would think I was actually, you know, really good for doing this, like kind of pat myself on the back like I was being good today. I didn't get a bagel or breakfast sandwich because those are probably a million calories. But what I was actually doing by grabbing that yogurt parfait is just starting the day with an absolute sugar bomb. There's not much. Most of them are not Greek yogurt parfaits, just a regular yogurt. So you're getting like a couple grams of protein for a ton of grams of carbs and sugar and no balance in the protein and fats, no greens, no anything. So I should not, that was not the best option. I should have been looking for something that had carbs, fat, and protein, which is like what we're going to talk about today, what those options actually do look like. In general, some general things to to go by no matter where you're eating. You want to opt for grilled over fried, right? And then many times getting clear dressings is going to be better than creamy ones. Not always because the, the clear rule is not hard and fast. I've seen balsamics that have a lot of fat and calories, way more than you would think. But in general, creamier sauces like getting um, a Caesar chicken Caesar salad is going to usually run you a lot more calories than getting something a little bit lighter in color like a light balsamic or something like that. Okay, so we are going to look at some examples. So number one is at Chick-fil-A. Woohoo! I love Chick-fil-A. We didn't have one forever here, but we have them. Um, I will say, again, this is fast food, and I'm going to give you all fast food examples. Um, there are going to be additives in your foods So obviously these are not as quote unquote clean of choices as something's going to be if you make them from home. But if you are staying within your calories and macro framework, they're going to be okay in a pinch. Okay, so you don't want 
100% of your food to be coming from this. That is my disclaimer for today's episode. Also, in between, I just had to pause and go get little man who is now awake and up with me. So if you hear some noises in the background, that is who's hanging out with me. Okay, so number one Chick-fil-A, a market salad with grilled chicken. So sticking with my tip of going for grilled over fried is only going to run you 540 calories, 31 grams of fat, 41 grams of carbs, and 28 grams of protein. And here's what I want you to think about when you're hearing these numbers. We have been so trained to look for what is the like least calorie option. We're like, ooh, what's low calorie? Ooh, what has the least amount of calories? Calories are meant to be used. You need to feel full. There is a point to... Uh, many times I'll give a client 1,800 calories, 1,900 calories, 1,600 calories, whatever I think that her body needs based on looking at her food logs and all the other th- factors, muscle on her body, you know, how much she activity she has. And a client will feel good about coming in 300 calories under. No, I want you to use your, use your calories. So if right away you hear 540 calories for a salad, like good, yeah, that's what your meal should be should be. If you're eating 1,600 calories a day or more, then that is a fine amount to have for each meal. And maybe each meal is not even going to look like that. So anyways, um, but what is more important about these are the balanced macro profile. 31 grams of fat, 41 grams of carb, 28 grams of protein. That's fantastic. That's not 60 grams of carbs and zero fat and protein, right? We're looking for a balance. So a Chick-fil-A market salad with grilled chicken is a great option. Another one, you don't always have to have salads. A grilled chicken club is 520 calories. Very balanced. Again, it's 22 grams of fat, 44 grams of carbs. Obviously, the carbs are going to be a little higher because it has the uh, bun with it. And 37 grams of protein. Okay, you can absolutely still hit your protein targets when you're on the go. I will say for Chick-fil-A, unfortunately, (laughs) the... uh, downfalls in the sauces. They're so darn good, but they really run up the calories. One little packet of Chick-fil-A sauce. I didn't look this one up, but from previously looking it up for myself, I believe that it has 160 calories. They are also very bad quality. It's just basically high fructose corn syrup and like probably soybean oil. Again, I don't know the exact oils. Um, Hello, sir. But Chick-fil-A can absolutely do in a pinch. Okay. Chipotle slash Cadoba slash Moe's. So um, I said in the beginning of this podcast episode that my husband and I met when we were trainers and pretty much three times a week when we were dating, after we both got out of work at the gym, we would go over to Chipotle, which was down the road. So my go-to of the couple of those options is Chipotle. So I will go with um, what my order is here. I did look up the macros for that to share with you. But what you're going to want to do at any of these places is to start with a salad base. And I said that it doesn't always have to be salad. It doesn't. You could start with a bowl base. The only reason I say start with salad is that you are eating for more volume. You're going to fill up more with lettuce than with the other things. Because sometimes we can have those calories. Like if you built the same exact bowl here without the lettuce base, you might still be a little bit hungry because you didn't get that crunch. You didn't get all that chewing. So I would suggest starting with the salad, then add veggies, fill up on protein, half the amount of rice or beans because they're both carbs. They're both pretty carb heavy. So there's another hot tip for you when you're at one of these places thinking that like, oh, Brittany said probably one or the other or else it probably is going to be over your daily allotment for carbs. And then same thing with your fat. Pick your fat, okay? Sour cream and guac are, and queso dips are all high in fat. So pick what you want, okay? Hello. 
<laughs> Problem is with my setup today, I'm holding my microphone again because I was trying not to wake him up. So I'm in that room and now he wants me to hold him and I can't hold both. Okay, so um, you're going to pick your fat. So what I get is I get a salad base. I ask for half the amount of brown rice. I get the fajita vegetables. I get all three of the salsas. So the tomato salsa, the green salsa, and the red chili salsa. And then I get guac. One pivot that I made years ago after I actually finally looked at the nutritional content was I dropped the dressing. I used to get guac and salad dressing. The salad dressing, again, is like the Chick-fil-A sauce where it is like a ridiculous amount of calories. I think it's 220 calories for just the balsamic vinaigrette. And that's a balsamic. So you'd think like, oh, it's probably not that bad. And it's not, you know, not that again, 220 calories is bad, but I don't want to waste 220 calories on that one. I could literally probably eat a serving of tortilla chips for that. (laughs) Okay. It's all about choices. That's what macros is about. So that go-to of mine is 620 calories, 32 grams of fat, 38 grams of protein, and 46 grams of carbs. It also, I will say they had like this online nutrition calculator. It did not adjust when I put light rice. It didn't change the nutritional value. So this is actually judging off of full rice when I usually do get light rice. So stretching your calories, ladies, eating for volume, making them go farther for you. Don't waste calories on something that is not worth it. I liked the dressing, but I'd rather save that. If I'm having 620 calories there, that's going to keep me satiated. I have a good balance of carbs, fat, and protein. Just to add the dressing would bring me up to over 800 calories, and I would not have as many calories left for my other meals. Okay, next, Wendy's. Now, I will say the uh, the next two I very rarely go to. If we are on the road, we are looking for a Chipotle, Cadoba, or Moe's, a Chick-fil-A, or a Panera. Those are the places my family usually stops when we are traveling. But if we are at a Wendy's and that's all that's available, I looked up some options. Southwest avocado chicken salad is going to run very similar to the Chick-fil-A salad I shared with you. 520 calories, 33 grams of fat, 15 grams of carbs, and 43 grams of protein. That's amazing that you can get 43 grams of protein. Again, I'm not going to speak to the food quality. This is clearly not the most top-notch chicken you're ever going to get in your life, but it could do in a pinch. The grilled chicken sandwich at Wendy's is 370 calories, only 10 grams of fat, 36 grams of carbs, and 34 grams of protein. This, again, is just going against the myth of what I hear. Well, then I had to go, I could only stop at Wendy's. Okay, but what'd you get at Wendy's? A milkshake and fries and a burger and, 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 because we tend to have an all or nothing mentality of, well, if I have to eat fast food, I'm going to eat fast food. I'm going to go all out. There's a time and place for that and like own up to that. If I'm going out on date night with my husband, I'm not going to choose the bun or the fries. I'm going to have both and I'm not going to care. And I'm going to say we go out about once every six months and I'm just going to enjoy it and then move on tomorrow. Okay. And get back to my normal 80 20 healthy because that wasn't very 80 20 of me right but if you are on the road and it's just you're just trying to eat healthily you are trying to stay in line with your goals and you're not trying to you know go all out here you can make choices at a drive-thru that are going to steer you toward your goals it's not oh I only had they only had McDonald's options so the only option I could get was a Sunday and a Mick whatever <laughs> I don't even know a Big Mac. That's I was like, what is their like trademark big thing? Like, no, there are other options. So moving on to that, this actually kind of pained me to look up the McDonald's menu because I still 
In all of our traveling destitute situations, I have not stopped at a McDonald's, but you know, whatever. If that's your jam, I am not here to judge and I'm here to give you some options. I haven't talked much about breakfast, but I did look up breakfast here because I feel like McDonald's is a big breakfast spot sometimes. An Egg McMuffin is going to be 310 calories, 13 grams of fat, 30 grams of carb, 17 grams of protein. So I did mention in the beginning, like me, like old me thinking that yogurt was so much quote unquote healthier than a breakfast sandwich, but many times I would encourage you to go the breakfast sandwich route because it's going to be more fat and protein that's going to help keep you satiated versus just straight carbs that if you're looking at what you think is a healthy option, a lot of times like oatmeals and yogurts are packed with just sugar and carbs and they're not giving you that fat and protein. So you're going to crash pretty soon and you're not going to stay full for as long. So that's a breakfast option. And looking at salads, um, the ones with crispy chickens in general ranged around 500 calories, whereas the ones with grilled brought it down to more around the 300s, which we're not looking for just lower calorie, but then maybe you do have freedom to get some fries with that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I know. I don't like myself either sometimes. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. And there's Southwest. I did look up another Southwest. You could tell the ones that appeal to me. Um, with grilled chicken, was 350 calories, 12 grams of fat, 27 grams of carbs, and 37 grams of protein. Okay, the last one I need to get on to because my kids wake up in a couple minutes. Panera. Well, at least their light goes green in a couple minutes and I have to go get them. So, oh no, I took away your teether. He was chewing on my finger. Okay, at Panera, one second, I'm going to pick him up. Come here, you cutie baby. Okay, let mommy readjust. I'm not editing any of that out. I put my microphone down and I picked it up. Okay, at Panera, I go for half sandwich, half salad because I feel like if you eat a sandwich, it does zap a lot of your calories and it's just not as filling. It's again, the going for volume thing. They have a bunch of beautiful salad and soup options that are going to keep you much more full. So same tip that I'm always giving you to eat for volume. Eat something that's going to fill you up and keep you full. So my go-to is half the Frontega chicken sandwich. It is 410 calories, 19 grams of fat, 39 grams carbs, and 22 grams of protein. And I usually pair it with half a Greek salad, which is 200 calories. And I could not read the macros on it because it was too small on my phone. That's literally what I put in my notes because I looked these up the other day, but I could not read what the macros were for that on my phone. So the macros will stay a mystery, but 200 calories for the salad. So that's going to run me around 600 calories. I'm going to walk away really full because I got my greens. That's another big thing that people are usually missing when they're traveling is getting their three to five servings of vegetables. All of these places, ladies, have salad options, have soup options. You can fill up on vegetables when you're on the road. You do not have to have a milkshake, a burger, and fries only because you were at fast food, okay? (sighs) Okay, if you are choosing breakfast at Panera, don't go for the bagel, which is just straight calorie bomb. Have a breakfast sandwich. Same thing as I have said with the yogurt. I do happen to love their cinnamon crunch bagel. I recall one time that we were traveling and I was like, I have not had a cinnamon crunch bagel in about 10 years. I'm going to get the bagel. And again, that's a choice to know that I'm going to feel hungry a couple hours later to know that I might feel like a total sugar crash later. But that was a choice I was willing to make. And that's fine. It's your life. Live it. If you want to have a cinnamon crunch bagel, you can. I'm just here to tell you what the healthier options are. Okay, the takeaway. It was ridiculously easy for me to sit down and look these up. 
So for you to say or anyone to say, again, I have to travel or I'm eating out or going on vacation, I don't know how I'm going to eat healthily, take a second before you pull up to that speaker to order and look up some nutritional facts. It literally took me like two minutes to find these for each individual restaurant. So yes, I did it for you here to give you some ideas and examples, but just take a second to look and do not look for the least calories. Look for what is balanced, okay? Whether you are tracking your macros or just eating intuitively, we all need to be eating balanced in every category. All right, ladies, until next time, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. This podcast is for you, truly. So I want it to add value to you. If you have any questions, I actually am due for a Q&A coming up soon. And I'm pretty, I think, out of questions in my arsenal. So I'll put something on Instagram. But if you have any questions, shoot them to me at, Brit- uh, not at Brittany, <laughs> what? FitMomLifeToTheFullest at gmail.com or on Instagram. I am FitMomLifeToTheFullest. You can message them to me there. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you don't have that macro cheat sheet yet, you're not on my email list yet. Go sign up and I will talk to you next time.